Welcome to True Health Live, your favorite public health podcast. We are live on YouTube, Facebook, and audio on your favorite podcast platform. If you're interested in public health, then this is the space for you. Peace, I am Precious Stephanie, also your Kira Eden. Y'all. And I, you 
Is it really? Is it really coming out with some straw, some southern? <laughs> That L is heavy now, huh? Right. You're going to be yodeling soon. Right. Y-A-W, y'all. But now it's y'all. Okay, we got to fix that. Fix it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Greetings, everyone. Yeah, those are pretty. Greetings, Ema Sequoia. Greetings. And Sequoia, Naya says, oh, the answer. Uh, status or relationship, a relation between two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't, I didn't look up no definitions. They're just talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, a union between man and woman is the first thing that comes to my mind as well. Yeah, and I think that was for all of us. And so, for, and for those of you who are tuning in a little later, engage in the comments. Like, you know, share what the first thing that came comes to mind is. So, um... So that, and so the other thing I wanted to say was like when it comes to relationships um, and our roles, like a lot of things come into play. Like what are our communication styles? Um, one thing that I had like um, as I was like doing a little bit of like background for the for this um, for this episode, mm-hmm. uh, something that I saw that came up was like equality and equity, and I was like. Can it really be equal? I mean, we know that there's a difference between equal and equity. Yes. Yes. But then it was like, can it really be either when both persons, both individuals, both parties are different? Right. So, so what equality are you looking for? And it made me think of reciprocity um, and how it's outlined in Suguya's book, uh, 14 Keys. And it's like, nothing can ever come back the same as how you got how it. How it was given. Right. right. So can it ever be equal or equitable? And so is this idea, because you hear, and this would be specifically in the man-woman relationship where we hear now, can it really be like, oh, equal. No, you are different. So it's a little bit of a fallacy. Not even a little bit. It's a fallacy. Things that are different can never be equal. That's just, that doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, and, and I will say I, I did look at the definition, so I'm happy okay. to, to, yeah, I'm just going, I'm just going to like read it, you know, one, one, right. The Googles. So the way in which two or more concepts, objects, or people are connected or the state of being connected. So all the relationship is, are, is, is the connection between two things. So that made me think of, charging my phone right or like that outlet to plug relationship um or the lock to key relationship but even kind of pulling that back a bit um in response to what you were connecting with um equality right i won't even get into equity because that's different than equality but excuse me with equality there there isn't there isn't necessarily, I would imagine that there isn't a way to quantify that, but what you, what you, what you could set the intention of perhaps doing is fulfilling your role completely. Right. Yeah. So like, so that means you have to actually know your role, the role. right. And mm-hmm. enter into an agreement with the other person that you're in this connection with or in this relationship with. And they're in agreement that, yes, Yakira Eden will do X, Y, and Z, and Yafe will do 
will do A, B, and C. And mm-hmm. so then I, I would imagine that in that example, then we are equally contribute. We are equal contributors. If I'm, as long as I'm fulfilling all of the things that I agreed to. Right. So like that's, but it wouldn't be like, we're given the same, we're giving in the same way, because even though yeah. we may each show up to do this show, we're not giving the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. We're giving something very different. And it, yeah, that, that's to me, that's just how it is. That's how yeah. it is. I would ask like, is that, and I see the chat, I would ask like, is that maybe where the equity comes in? Like, yes, we, we, we show up different, but then what's equitable is like we are giving each what we're able to give in its fullness, whatever that is. Based on whatever the contract is, right? Mm-hmm. Because I could say, oh, I'm doing my best, but you can't quantify that unless, or you can't really measure, right? Measure that unless we have established this set of agreements. Yeah. Right. Like, and I'm, I'm just kind of putting it out there as a, as, as, as a thought that I'm having about it. But, um, yeah, I guess, yeah, I would say the equitable part would then be, are you checking off all of your boxes? Because you know what? You may have seven and I have five. Right. Mm -hmm. And it may, that may seem imbalanced, but when you look at the weight of what's being contributed, it is, it in fact is balanced, mm-hmm. you know, based on the relationship and what the roles are. So, right. yeah, I think it's up to the people who are relating in that way or who are connecting to determine how they create that balance within the relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that makes me think about like boundaries. And I know we're going to get into that, like how we relate and, and connect with boundaries. Yeah. And it, what you made me think about, like when you said contract, because then another example I thought of was like teacher and student. Like there's also then what's the power dynamic? And that could even be like boss and subordinate. Like then, you know, what's the power dynamic? And the power dynamic um, would be something that dictates what your role may be in a given situation, in a given relationship or scenario. But then also what fa- factors into how you fulfill that role are like the nuances of our individuality, like personality, character, um, and, and the like. Right. Sovereign Eve says interpersonal and intrapersonal connections comes to mind. Our own relationship with self is critical so we may understand how to show up for and how to embrace others. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, peace, Ani Radio. I, I got you, Sovereign Eve. I got you. Um, yeah, like, exactly, like, I think that part, that part is key, like, um, relationship with self, like, and and, because I think it goes to what you said earlier, is do we even know our role? Right. We know our role. The only way to know your role is to have that, um, kind of look at yourself, but you, you also can't look at your own back, right? So it's like knowing, like, knowing yourself, but also being keen on how you are also perceived as well because if you know three people that don't know each other and maybe there's this won't be true three people that don't know each other kind of perceive the same thing probably the truth <laughs> maybe maybe it's like really <laughs> yeah no like maybe 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 
I think it happens to all of us in one way or another, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you get, you kind of get similar feedback, um, whether it be something that is uh, that you find or th- that you're open to receiving, or something that you may not be open to receiving. But either way, um, it's an opportunity, right? Something is knocking to say, "Hey, mm-hmm. you, should, you should take notice of this, or you may need to make a change here." Um, I do think, though, there's a distinction that I would make between knowing your role um, by way of, like, dialogue with another person that you're relating to um, as being really different uh, when compared to, like, identifying for yourself or, like, knowing yourself, as you said, for the exact same point that you made because you can't see your back. But not only can you not see your back, I may say, I really enjoy bringing beads to the gathering. Mm-hmm. But Yafe is the bead lady, right? So in that instance, bead, beading. The bead lady? Sounds crazy. I don't know. That's issue. <laughs> okay, I see. The bead. <laughs> You know what? My analogies have been off lately. Okay, so. Lady. Speed lady. No, okay. I'm joking. It's just your thing. My point is, I may think that that's what I want to bring, right? Because, oh, I just stumbled into these beads. But the dynamics of the relationship would tell me, well, no. If I'm going to do anything with it, you know, have, have a dialogue with you and let's figure out how these can be used because you probably have a much different vision for it than I would because it's foreign to me, right? Like, mm-hmm. that, that's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, I, I can do that self-assessment, but it's when we come together and I say, okay, listen, I've got this, you've got that. I may have beads, but I do not have the hand-eye, like, <laughs> The yeah. patience, the coordination, the dexterity, or the, the, I don't know, endurance. I have none of it. I have none of it. It's not my ministry. So then that's when. Weaver. The, <laughs> the bead weaver. Okay. Yes. All the weavers. Naya's a weaver. She is a weaver. Yes, yes, yes. And please check out the um, Anu Radio podcast, which is back. And the most recent episode actually features um Saftanaya and they're talking a lot about weaving and weaving music and and you know it's really really beautiful yeah um but I I like bead weaver okay that's that's what you are well that is what you're doing you are weaving a little bit of weaving yeah mm-hmm. 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 yeah but I understood what you were saying yeah I wasn't even I, thinking that. <laughs> well, no, I made that. That's the role now. That's, that's the other thing. Acceptance. Acceptance. I, is that the last day of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Here's what to feel. Right, right, right. But you know what? When, when I think about relationships from the perspective of, okay, so we've connected. Right. So let's try to like stack it. Right. So we've connected and we've come to this agreement. 
mm-hmm. clear on what my role is and you're clear on what your role is. Now that we have that clarity, and it, whether you call it an agreement or a contract, right? Whether mm-hmm. it's written or verbal, mm-hmm. I've said I'm going to, like, True Health Live, I've said I'm going to be here and be present and contribute. You've made agreements to lead, you know, prepare and make sure there's a momentum for us to follow. Yeah. I even get a wake up call. No, I'm joking. <laughs> No nap enter podcast time. But no naps on Tuesday. Right. right. <laughs> but then from there, based on that agreement, there are like boundaries and parameters that are then established. But we can think about those relationships where you don't come into a specific agreement and the boundaries become the challenge, right? So let's think of that parent-child dynamic that can be one where it often those lines about roles and expectations number one they kind of ebb and flow right when we're the child the boundary is shifts as as people evolve and grow evolve or devolve even right if they if they get if they're aging and maybe becoming unwell or maybe you know or or maybe a child has an adult child has a specific setback and then has yeah. a greater need. Like th- mm-hmm. there's this, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was almost putting my name on the orange juice at home once going back home one time. <laughs> like that's that's going to mess up the relationship. I don't want to have my name on my orange juice. Don't do but it. It's a reality for some people. And then, and then, but the truth is, how does that affect things? Like, um, you could even see, um, I was watching this, this, well, I was trying to watch this film about a bank heist, right? And I clicked on it because the, the actor, the main actor characters, the, the cast was Melanie Donnelly. And it was like a different kind of film. And one of the storylines or backstories to one of the characters, and this is, I'm just kind of technically like, because I was barely like, I was, I don't even know what I'm saying. You know how you just have background noise? Right. So, but it made me pause because I was like looking at the dynamic of what was happening with this family. So the, the sister and her son had moved in with her brother for whatever reason, there was a setback mm-hmm. and the dialogue was, you know, the relationship had become strained because the son was not a little, was not a child. This was a grown man. He, you know, at puberty, he has a job. So, so there's the other thing. It's like, you're also still, you know, kind of in that child role with mom and then right. you're both with uncle and uncle has his own life and uncle wants to get his honeys back in the house. And so it's creating like a very strained relationship. But then there's also the dynamic of two men in the same space, you know, not being able to spread out. So I, I just thought, I was like, oh, that's a really interesting, you know, mm-hmm. happening. And and, all, and I'm not even saying all of it, what, what caught my ear is just like kind of how they were talking to each other and like something specific that was said. Um, and just thinking about the idea of like um, single parents and manhood. And I was just like, oh, but, but for purposes of this conversation, I was like, that put a strain on right. the um, because mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of adults living with one another, and 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 some were not in their proper roles. Right, right. 
I mean, I think when you think about circumstances and, and, and even I know, you know, we were going to look at exploring a connection to mental health, but even thinking about physical health and well-being um, during COVID, right? That was a time when family members were elected to kind of move in together or people elected to move in together and cohabitate for a myriad of reasons. And, and some perhaps may just be that preservation of mental health and well-being, right? To have someone there to interact with while you're, you know, locked in on quarantine for those that were. Um, and without that set of agreements, like what those stressors could potentially be and how you navigate that, um, to, to me, it's like, look, even looking at the title, it's like relationship roles it's one thing to come together and connect, but you have to know what your role is and actually fulfill that thing in order to mitigate those stress, those stress points, because they'll be there either way, right? Even with the boundaries, even with the leave the toilet seat up or down or put the toilet tissue forward or back or whatever, or who washes the dishes on what day. Which way thing. are you saying? Let's not. Let's not. It's a Let's thing. Not. It's a thing. It's a thing. We won't even go there. I know. For everyone <laughs> across the globe. Like, it's a universal. Like, <laughs> you mentioned the toilet paper roll and a fight yep. will break out. A fight will end. <laughs> Don't you put it on that way. You won't waste more paper. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> As if you can't, yeah, 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 that was, that was funny. So we were rationing toilet paper <laughs> as a household. Yeah, that, that's interesting. But I, I'm curious for those that are, oh, go ahead. What'd you say? I said, never mind, just go wash. It's like, no, we don't say I know, that's what I was saying. I was like, yeah, we, we weren't even focused on washing. It was just that doggone toilet paper. <laughs> it was, just seemed so elusive. There was nothing else we could ever do, you know? But um, yeah, I'm I'm actually curious uh, about how you make the decision to enter into a particular, like let's say a work relationship, right? Whether it's beyond just colleagues, like what sort of things do we look for, and how do you guard yourself while still remaining open and receptive, right? To to having just that interpersonal connection. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a, it's not a hard one, but it's just, it's more so like, okay, where do I begin? Because the first thing is, what it is, like, if, if we're talking about, like, those relationships with work colleagues, right? Whatever level they're at. The first part is, um, that that is more um, the first level of that is contractual, right? Yeah. Like you're you're filling out the application, you're applying, you go through the interview process, and then you sign the paperwork. I'm gonna give you such and such years of my life, even though it doesn't say that. That's what's really happening. That's the commitment, right? For a few dollars, right? For a couple dollars, and so then that it, I think it that's what dictates the relationship first. Right. And so there's um, 
and and maybe not for everybody because some people are doing things that they really want to do or you're in your profession right so for me like i'm in the field that i studied for right um so like there might be mixtures of that like okay i'm gonna do this and you pay me but there's also maybe like i like talking to people Mm -hmm. i like to educate people you know um in matters of health and things like that so there's there's a little bit of a trade-off but at the end of the day it's i think that it's still like a contractual but then the relationships with the colleagues happens at the next level and and if somebody thinks there's a level in between please feel free to share in the chat um i think at the next level there's the relationship with colleagues but that kind of happens i think you mentioned it earlier it's like um it kind of just happens right but there's not maybe we don't know yet what the boundaries are actually that's that's not that's not accurate your hr pretty much gives you the boundaries right right hr gives you the boundaries and even your role i would say establishes your, the boundary as well right. some some so that so yeah so so the boundaries and the role is given but then those interpersonal relationships start to form and then there's like another contract and this one is kind of like unspoken i would imagine you know that that kind of occurs and so that's the part where i'm thinking your question kind of made like how do you navigate that or how do you decide that and that part i think i i i start out very um, I, I don't want to say closed, but maybe that's the best word for it because it's more, it's like caution, like, mm-hmm. you know, cautions, like don't get too close to here and I won't get too close to you. We're here to do a job, right. but then I can't help but be, you know, a silly person sometimes and it just kind of like comes out. Or I can't help but laugh at, but laugh at something that's funny. It's just funny. I'm going to crack up. And I'm going to crack up. Like, I can't hold it, you know? So then, and you kind of, you kind of accidentally, I don't know if it's accidentally, but you kind of fall. Yeah, you stumble. Yeah, you organically kind of, like, yeah. Right. Into, right. you know, deeper relation. And I, and I only say deeper because in, in, in many cases, um, and this happened, this was me for many years, you, 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 you are interacting and engaging with people at work more than you are with your own blood family members. Right. So the, a deeper relation, that's why I say a deeper relationship starts. But I would say I do start off very like tight, you know, like, because mm-hmm. I also want to like, let's keep it moving on. But sometimes that just kind of melts off. Um, but it only, but but it's particular people, and I think that would be true for most yeah. folks. It's not like a thing for everybody. You kind of suss out. I think we all do this thing um, where we suss out, like, okay, who's gonna be my friend at work? <laughs> and it's also, you know, who you who who's getting the joke, right? Like, yeah, the, I, I know there's um there are particular people you know that I come across on my journey or that I've come that I've kind of crossed paths with on my journey and they got the jokes that I got right or they caught the funny like you know the little thing that happened that nobody else noticed and you're like 
tried, right, right, right. And then you see they notice it, and then it's just like, oh, we got, we got something. You know, even if it's that <laughs> heckler quality, it, there's a similarity. And so even just going back to that definition of relationship, that's the, that's the connection. So yes, we're colleagues, or yes, we're, you know, soccer moms together, or, you know, or, you know, we're doing yoga together, or whatever we're doing, that's one layer or one level. But then, then it's like, you will find more and more connections with maybe one or two of those people, as opposed to the whole collective. Um, and, and I would agree that, yeah, I, it, it is definitely with caution. Um, I, I think in the past I've shared, I don't know if it was here or in some other podcast arena or YouTube arena, <laughs> but I'd shared some of my professional experiences that actually, um, almost became a cautionary tale. Like, don't get too close because, you know, if, and when you're promoted, this can be a problem. It because was then you're cracking the jokes and you and you and you you have a relationship with a peer, right, or a colleague that is your equal as far as role and function, perhaps. But then you say certain things, or you you know, there's a level of of comfort that helps you lean in and be you know more open and more silly. But then when your role shifts or that person's role shifts, um, it can be stressful. Right. Yeah. It can be it can be problematic. Yeah. And it's interesting that you even brought up the work relationship because um, recently I was um, I have been what what um, we're doing this this program. Um, it's called First Break All the Rules. So and it's a book. It's, it's an actual like text, not textbook, like a textbook, but, you know, a book. And um, it's promoted by. I want to say like Gallup. It's very similar. Well, no, it's not dissimilar, but you know, it's it's one of those things where you know workplaces will adopt a certain thing and say like this is how we're gonna move with our employees um, and and integrate like a cult organizational a culture. culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. you know, and so one of the things that I think is one of the and, and they do it, which I think is kind of cute. It's it, they they use like this. Um, camping analogy so like you know you start off like the workshops and it's, it's base camp and then it's like camp one and you, so you're like traveling the trail you're taking camp. okay it's like but you're going up and the end of it is like the summit so like there's gonna be oh, so you're camp. like hiking cute. Oh. yeah yeah I'm like, oh, so, cute. so one of the camps it was talking about having a best friend at work and how that actually um, and I have to find the article. We'll put I'll put them in the um, description. Um, and the article, well, two of the articles were talking about how it's good to have a best friend at work because it 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 contributes to your mental health if you're of you know at work because you have someone that you can connect with. And so this is you know this goes into like our relationship roles and like what we play. So like who are you? What kind of player? are you to mm-hmm. another person and you know we're talking about work right now but like whatever situation is you know and how you're helping to kind of uplift that person you know in whatever kind of 
whatever the scenario is or whatever the surroundings are. So I thought that was really interesting. I was like, oh, best friend at work. And you do. And and one thing you talked about was, you know, you think about how um, people sometimes say, like, my work wife or my work husband. Right. And I'm not talking about the ones that do get cross boundaries and get out of hand. No, right. Just that dynamic of, right, right. Relationship, you know, if that's something that they do in their culture, like it's okay because not everybody does that. Not everybody, you know, moves that way. Like I don't move that way. Not anymore. Like there are no like having these platonic relationships with with other men, but some people do that, or 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 other women for for a man. So, but some people do that, um, and it 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 does something for them to have like that person that I can go to. And how many times, like, do you see, like, posts and they're like, <laughs> when you show up to work and your your best your work friend isn't there? It's like, and I've had those moments, like, what do you mean, like, here this day? Like, right. Oh my God, it's only nine thirty. Like, yes. <laughs> right. No one to celebrate with. No one to commiserate with. No one yeah, to it becomes with. it becomes an issue. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and. Hmm. I think that idea of that, even even the idea of that that work friend, um, it it it's really important to just be cognizant of those boundaries. And I know we were gonna kind of explore other dynamic, you know, other relationships. Um, I think the the parent child one, or you know, those familial relationships are are great to pull on. Um, but when you when you think about I know when I think about the the parent child dynamic, um, yeah. it's just like that's I would say that's that historically right unless you you as a woman you are mated you are you know obedient and moving and moving in the direction of your instruction right mm-hmm. if you're not doing that that parent-child dynamic can be very, really, really chaotic. And I know many of us probably had that sort of chaotic, wait, who's the parent? Who's the child? What what role am I to play today? Um, and, and that can be a stressor, right? It can actually throw you out of what your, what your, your natural flow should be. Um, it, it makes me even think of, uh, a post that Chief Yuya shared, I think it was yesterday, um, where the 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 mother was preparing a it looked like sandwiches actually. Um, gro- but clearly say it again. Well I think they were putting away groceries and is that what it was? Okay, I just saw yeah. lunch meat and bread and yeah, I thought <laughs> yeah. it was she was like put this in your do this and Oh, okay. I was like, are they, they look like they're preparing for an outing. I remember those back in the day. But um, like making all the sandwiches, it was like an assembly line. But even in, in that video, um when looking at it from the from the lens of relationships and roles, it's like the role of the mother is so different than the role of the father, right? And you can you can try to reflect that hard stern you know do this do that you know that masculine energy as a woman but the messaging that chief was providing is that that throws the woman complete that that takes away her opportunity to be soft right Mm -hmm. to to be feminine um and we 
that happens a lot in our jobs as well, right? Mm-hmm. Or in our in our parent child relationship uh, dynamics because yeah. things are so off balance that someone else steps in or steps up in a way that um that it, it robs them of opportunities to really be themselves or to even explore what being themselves looks like looks like mm-hmm. and and you know what i'm thinking we're right it all does that because then it's like we could get caught up in like well this is my role at work right um and i have been this like well this is who i am and it's like that's not who you are that's what you do and that's right what you do right now but we we kind of misconstrue our roles, and I see you in the chat, so I read them coming. Um, we we take on these roles that are actually against what our nature is or our natural role is, mm-hmm. and so then when we're moving in the different parts of our lives, the the lines get all mixed up, and then so we're playing this part in the house when it's like that's not who you are here. You could be that over there. But that's not who you are here. And then that's even, you know, there's a few things with that. It's like for for if we're following a a particular culture, like that shouldn't even be a a question. Like that's the thing. But if you're not and you're, you know, you're just kind of like, oh, I'm just out here in the world, you know, which is if that's for you, that's fine. It's like that's where flexibility comes in. You have to know. And and even like it's kind of like code switching. You have to know right. what in what space. It is code switching. And yeah. and 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 when you're and I, I would say when you don't have a culture, you know, and and these parameters that govern like that's not what we do. And yeah, that may be what you what you do that's not who you are, especially in this space or when interacting with your mate. Um, then what can happen is as a woman, we become really adulterated, right? We become really hard and masculine. And, um, I remember, I remember being asked what I enjoyed about a a former, uh, position I had. And I said, you know, I really loved mentoring some of my subordinates and as I started sharing stories about the things that I helped them do, you know, go back to school and do this, it was primarily for the the males that I worked with, that I supervised. Mm-hmm. And and it and it was chief yeah, and it was brought to my attention that, you know, that me being in that role actually pulls me further away, right? Mm-hmm. Me, me supporting and serving and and doing and guiding and instructing right um giving light as if i could um was really not at all what my role was and it actually like pulled me further and further from where i should have been or where i could potentially be um and we don't think about how much imbalance that creates within us right right like enter health talk Yes, right. <laughs> but wait, we should get to because there's a bunch of comments. Right, right, right. right, right? So, um, and the link is in the chat for those of you. And I, and I was looking down a little bit because I realized like I can I can't monitor LinkedIn on the main screen, so I have to actually have it on a separate screen. So, but the link is in the chat for those of you who would like to join. Um, if you are watching on LinkedIn, I can 
I will um, just put it on the uh, screen just very quickly and you can um, join uh, via the link on uh, and for those of you if you're watching on LinkedIn but this is a live show so if you're coming in after it's more personal so <laughs> on to the chat <laughs> Sarini is um, she said yeah I think yeah what we share in common helps to foster relationships so you build up the connection through sharing or sharing experiences yes um Actual real things, not virtual exchange, which I'm convinced destroys the connection because it never goes beyond assumptions, presumptions, and the visual interplay, which is contrary to our true self. You know what? That reminds me of something she said once, like, you know, how do you know that what you're what portraying, like what you're seeing on this screen is really me? Yeah, right. This is yeah. literally a series of zeros and ones and, right. and, and computer putting together what they think is me and what I look like. So like the truth is like you probably would need to see a person in the flesh to get a more accurate or the truth of what and what and who they really are. Because, you know, can we be sure that the that the computers got put in putting the picture together properly? I mean I'm not I'm looking at myself too, but I'm just saying but well, listen, I mean, I think the whole virtual work experience, Zoom meetings and all these different, you know, this, right, StreamYard, I think even right now, you're only looking at us from the, the chat, the bus line up. So, you know, I think of all here. of the... Right? <laughs> think of all of the, the viral videos over the past shoot two years three years that have cropped up because someone inadvertently failed to turn their camera off or didn't realize that the angle was such that you could see oh they're in their boxers oh they're in their you know whatever or nothing you know from here down so yeah th this is truly an illusion right it's not mm -hmm. one of my favorite um covid commercials it was folgers i had thought they stopped making folgers um, but they, I think it was your teeth to see your upper thigh. I died. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, good job, marketing team, capitalizing off current events. Uh huh. Good job. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, uh, oh, I'm sorry. So she continues to say, so I'll, I'll stop. So, and visual interplay, which is contrary to our true selves. Work friends are not real, they are created out of convenience. So that, that's oh, true. That's what I was trying to say. Like, you you stumble into it because you that's where you are because you signed the contract, yes. you know, <laughs> yeah. um, and happenstance most times, right? And it doesn't mean that deeper relationships are not formed because people start to go to weddings and share life events, right? But that's but that's not as but common, still the, right? Right. Yeah. But even still, would you have been friends had you not signed no. a, a contract with this no. You know? Um, unless, because check it, when one person changes jobs, the relationship shifts, doesn't it? I think so. And, yeah. I, and I think it shifts depending on how close you were or weren't. Because I think about, and also what the relationship dynamic was. So, for example, like, I, I do still have um, chit-chat.
contact with some of my former staff members, which is female, um, because some of them have reached out to ask for certain things like, you know, rec- what do you call them? References. I'm like, recommendations. References <laughs> and things like that. And, you know, just like, you know, how are you? Because some of them, they had a whole, I experienced them have whole, like, life changes. So, like, they became right. mothers. I've watched them get married and all types of things. So, some of it is like, you know, how are you doing? How's baby? Baby's one now. You know, like, so many things. Um, so, you do, you, you kind of check on them. But my engagement is not what it was because no. I was before, you know. But I there's no need to have this constant conversation because, you know, uh, were we friendly and acquaintances? Yes. And and if they ever need a reference, of course I'll do that. But were we like daily, everyday friends? No. It doesn't mean that we didn't share like hilarious moments together and mm-hmm. have hilarious experiences. But I'm not gonna be like, oh, guess what? I got. I'm doing this now. <laughs> you know, like, right, hey, right. You know, once you, you know, once the um, you know, contracts start flowing in, and you're like, maybe because y'all know baby, the people who have skill sets. But even still, I would be calling them regarding business. It's not right. necessarily like this, like, hey, girl, well, you know, yeah, today was crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So know, there's like a there's like a range then, right? So like, yeah. like I'm reading it, and I did agree that like, yeah, that's true. But I, but thinking about it and listening to even your examples, it's not that I wouldn't necessarily say that work friends are not real. I think there's like there's a there's a spectrum, right? There's a friendship right. spectrum, if you will. And that hey girl, hey was probably never the work friend anyway, right? Mm-hmm. It may have been, hey, how was your day? Like how were you know, how was that event last weekend when you come back to work on on that Monday? But um it, it's very different. You're not sharing maybe all of the things that are truly going on in your in your private life. Right. right. So right. so it's just it's just not as intimate. So I would I wouldn't necessarily say that um that they're not real. I think that they're just not as um they're not as open as the more intimate friendships or relationships may may be. And I think that that's perfectly appropriate even if yeah. you stay on that job because you don't need <laughs> all of your information everywhere you know it, that's yeah. the work you need the money yeah. like. <laughs> I, I agree it was a spectrum or or levels if you will because now because so I'm, I'm even thinking about it now like there are people that I, I like you know some you know you say you're not you know there's no honor to everyone but like maybe I'll sit and have water cooler talk like we'll yeah we'll go right across somebody else and we'll chat for like an hour and just like talking about nothing for the most <laughs> part, but like having a good time doing it. Um, but am I expecting, her, and, and maybe I know like, you know, some things that are going on in her life, but these are things that she's willing to share. But am I saying like, well, how did you sleep last night? I think, right. So I wouldn't listen if that was shared, but we're not necessarily going to deepen. Into there you that. go. But, but right. some, some were actually like really not, like, I, I will, I, I'm going to say this. Some people are just, they are genuinely just like, maybe they really want to know. I had an experience. I went to the gym. The instructor was crazy. I thought I, my, I was going to have to pick up my stomach off the floor. And they did check on me. <laughs> they had to check on me like after because I was out of it. 
Snoopy. I didn't know what was happening. No up from down. And it was just like, what happened? I think it was a jungle jack. I don't know. And, but and it was the last day of the fast. So I was just like, oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what's happening right now. And they did check on me. And it was like, I just missed things. I wanted to make sure you were okay. And it's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm alive. So I, I appreciated that. But again, are we sitting telling our most intimate secrets? No. And I don't think either one of us or any of us like expect that from him. Right. Okay. You know, that's okay. Um, right. I mean, it does make me think like, you know, and also, well, before I say that, I'll say, I'll say like, that is the role that I play or, or that's the role that they play for me. Like maybe like this is the person that I come in and like, you know, we're nice to one another because we genuinely like to have like banter or whatever talk. And I'm not saying it's superficial, but like, this is what the relationship, this is the level of yeah. this relationship here. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to go any further. And that's mm-hmm. totally fine. And that's what, that's the role that I play. I'm going to play the like, I'm going to chat with you in the morning, you know, and have yeah. like, a, you know, right. That's the role, and that's okay, you know. Um, the other thing I was gonna say is like it does make me think about the the truth, the reality of how many words we use unnecessarily, how much talking we do unnecessarily. So I do sometimes think of that, but then it's like, but then if it's like I'm monitoring my words, then it's like, am I gonna be the weirdo? Like I'm not calling you, you know? How do I, <laughs> am I gonna be the weirdo? But I, I do think about, like, how much of, of my conversation with anybody is unnecessary. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think um, so. Sovereignty was, was flowing with us. So she kind of gave, okay, acquaintance, colleague, we cool. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. So right. <laughs> not friend. She's like, I'm doubling, tripling down on not friend. <laughs> I got it. Message received. Message received. Client. She even put client down there. Right. 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 We get it. Um. Where did we get? Yep. True. Uh, I think this is when you were talking about. Um. Oh my God. Because I saw it when she put it up, but now I can't recall what this was in. Like working outside of your role, like how your how your role can pull you out of that that femininity or even masculinity. You know, for men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, versatility, I can be what the space or group calls for response, response, right. respond with ability. Yeah. Right. I like so that. You can kind of morph and take on the role that you need to, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but it, again, it goes back to what you said, like is the role that I need to, because I am in this working world, um, is the role that I need to take. Yes, I can be versatile, but because it takes me out of this feminine role that I know that I want to play because I'm made to do that. Um, is it is it something that I should be doing? Like, yeah, it's good to be versatile, but it should have boundaries as well. Yeah, yeah I would agree. And I would say in, in my example, the things that I was, the things that I had shared that I was doing weren't necessarily part and parcel with the role, right? Like the, it wasn't in my job description. It was just, I thought that this was how I should be in this role, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when it was when it was brought to my attention, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't at first just up and quit, right? Eventually I was able to transition out of that role. But what I wound up doing is, 
um, redirecting, redirecting things back to those individuals um, because I was more aware, you know, if it wasn't situational or what's specific to the job, right? If it was more, oh, I'm thinking about doing this or what do you think about that? I would actually just say, you know what? It's not even in my role. I'm confident you, you, you know the answer. And I would just pull myself out of that because it wasn't even, it was just mm-hmm. how I was relating and connecting to those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just being masculine, right? That, that's what it boils down to. So then it was an opportunity to do something different in that space um, and also recognize that when I wasn't in that space, I needed to like lean even more heavily into the things that will make me feminine, right? Mm -hmm. Like what are the feminine arts and what does that look like? And how do I not drive myself crazy or, you know, put myself in a state of unwellness because I'm living an imbalanced or unbalanced lifestyle. And Mm -hmm. that, you know, because that's when, our bodies start talking to us, right? Mm-hmm. That's when the stressors come in. That that's yep. it. That's it. Yep, 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 yep. The stressors. And I think we had a podcast. I heard something about stress. You can go to DJ Sally on YouTube and yes. find it. It's there. <laughs> it's there. Yes. Um, but we we we. Ha- but I think we had a conversation about stress on one of our mm-hmm. previous about how you know when we're in that and, and it, this is how you know if you're you're moving in a role or you're fulfilling a role or you're in a relationship where the stress level it, it, it's affecting your stress levels in a negative way we did talk about how that can affect your health because what the way levels yeah right so how your body mm-hmm. talks to you your your you that means you start overproducing cortisol. Like if you're going to be in this constant state of stress, your body starts to produce cortisol, and you remain in that fight or flight mode. You never come yeah. down. So it's like a, yeah. adrenaline, like constant. And so because you're in that constant state of like, you know, run, 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 you know, mm-hmm. fight, 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 you start your body starts to lose like where it's supposed to be, and it can start to affect you. you Yes. It can start to shut down certain things. Um, it, you can and all types of things. And, and like again, yeah. we talked about you know the stress response um, in previous episodes. So like our relationship roles, how we fulfill them, and how we allow others to fulfill their roles, you know, in the relationships um, is key. It is key. They, it does impact our health. And so it's and I think Sovereign said it earlier about like taking that critical eye on like what our um um I don't even know our our, our own relationship to self mm-hmm. you know so that we can be able to like recognize um when something is having a negative or positive response on our overall well being. Right. Yeah. I, I had a question and this will be the last one before we go because I, I want folks who are watching and if you're watching later um, make sure you visit uh, Master Mayan Lex's channel. He's doing oh, yes. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll share that. Um, I wanted to ask one last question for those of you who are still with us. And I see some people have joined. And if you, you know, checking us out after. Um, and we kind of touched on this. Like how cultural or societal expectations influence the roles we take on in our mm-hmm. relationship. We kind of touched on that. Like there's this expectation of 
of of the job that you could get and and the level of su- success and what the level of, su- of success is for a certain person and then how that kind of pull pushes us or pulls and and or pulls us out of or, or pushes us into certain roles um good or bad so and some of that is because of cultural and societal um expectations and for the most part i would say no yeah it's both yeah yeah, they, they influence. So that's a, a question that I have for those of you in the chat. So I give you a little a little time to answer. Um, uh, but do you? I see some in the chat, but I'll wait. Do you have something? No, I, I want I wanted to hear you repeat the question. How how do cultural or societal expectations influence the roles we take on? Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that. Um, the benefit, right? That the gift, one of the many gifts of being connected to a community and living a specific, right? Prescribed culture um, is that it does impact how I navigate relationship, right? Because it sets the expectation um, that we're all connecting and relating in a particular fashion. Um, and I would say that that creates more safety and stability, right? Um, it's not a crapshoot if if we're all meeting the the standard, right? If we're and we're not, we're we're human, so we're not always infallible. So we're not necessarily always there, but we are always clear on where the mark is. Mm-hmm. When you answer, I would say if you're outside of a a prescribed or or specific culture or community, that's not necessarily the case. You kind of bump into people along along your journey, right? Through life, mm-hmm. whether it's literally on the bus or in school or like you make these connections just by happenstance um, and you may find similarities and you'll connect based on those similarities or commonalities. But you'll eventually realize that 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 may not that may be problematic right mm-hmm. because you may have a fundamental difference that winds up making that relationship detrimental to you or to the other person for that matter mm-hmm. so so i would say that you know having that definitely um creates more more safety and more protection for all involved mhm mhm um I I I thought it was a comment, but it was it well, it is a comment, but it was in some it was I think it was in the moment, so I should have read it then. I apologize. But sovereignty says causing us to relive trauma related res, trauma responses to or choosing to relive them. Um, mm-hmm. I think that was before I asked the question, so I can't mm-hmm. remember. Everything's moving so fast. Um, I can't remember like exactly what that was in reference to, but if you remember, Sabrina, please um just make just jot it down in the chat. Um, I don't necessarily see any answers, so maybe nobody else wants to throw a question. So if you are watching after the fact, please feel free to put it in the chat. And and I want to acknowledge like you know there are many different things that um or nuances that go into relationship roles. Like I was saying before, like communication styles, you know, the the, the, the concern about whether we're having equal partnership, 
or if it's equitable and like and really taking a dive on like a deep look into what that looks like you know are we the supportive one you know right now and what kind of support is it is it financial is it emotional um the decision making you know in the culture that we follow it's like yes there's decision making but it's levels like i'm not just gonna decide to i'm gonna go to mexico next week it doesn't work like that you know and i know and and the truth truth is like you don't even have to follow the culture that i follow where just making a decision to you know to go on a uh an exp- what could be expensive trip okay. is okay in anybody's book um you know how how do we acknowledge conflict resolution um and again we're talking about all types of relationships um uh, as you said parenting roles what does mm-hmm. that look like our and the boundaries um our family roles like i know that i recently had like a conversation with a blood relative and it was just like i'm gonna i'm gonna reiterate what the boundaries are and 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 but i'm not even gonna go into detail as to why i decided to do xyz because at this point that's it's a moot point like you know if you really wanted to know and you and you cared the question would have came, you know, or it wouldn't actually been a genuine question, right. you know, years ago and not like very low key jabs because that I'm not going to do. So um, you're going to get, you're going to get like quarantined very quickly yeah. with me. Yeah. Um, and that's me setting boundaries and letting you know what role I'm going to play in this relationship moving forward exactly. and what your role is going to be. Right, right. Um. Uh, intimacy and affection, gender roles. That was a big one. I thought we were going to have more about that, but then we were talking more about like the boundaries and it's a, it's a, it's a big one. Um, you know, so again, this can definitely be a part two conversation and we'll have more people like join us um, to talk about it because it does make, I think it makes a big difference in our health um, on a day-to-day basis because we're constantly interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Right. And depending on the depending on the the type of relationship and depending on, you know, the the agreements that you've made or the contracts that you've entered into, um, that could determine whether it's going to be a beneficial relationship or a detrimental one. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Sajani says one pervasive influence is the idea of having house, car and land. And degree as a thank you, and degree as a woman while sacrificing our man's fertile, dainty exactly ear. family expectations. Yep, that mm-hmm. is thank you. Yes, uh, well, family. This is a well, family. This is a very real cultural flaw in some parts of the world. Family? Absolutely, yeah. Well, the, the word, just the idea of family, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, how many times it, it might set the expectation that you're you're adulterating yourself, right? Like right. that, because many of us have experienced that. Well, yeah. you're supposed to do this. You're my daughter, my son, my mm-hmm. mother, my father, uh-huh. and it's like, n- no, <laughs> no, uh-huh. that's not true. And that, and I would agree that is where the boundaries come in, and. I would even connect that back to the the knowing yourself and do and doing that that honest assessment of yourself because oftentimes the boundaries don't even need to be stated. Once you are paying attention to what is and isn't acceptable, 
you may and 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 this has been shared and covered in some of Chief's podcasts. You can you can rewrite the contract by yourself, right? You can say, no, I'm not doing that ever again. And yeah. the person will get the memo because you're not going to show up to the party, whether the party is the party, right? Whether it's the baiting for an argument, whether it's gaslighting, whether it's, you know, making unrealistic financial demands, whether it's, yeah, of course I should live in your house because I'm your dot, 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 whatever the connected dots are to that relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, no. <laughs> and you know, and also, and that's it. Yes, yes, because um, yes. And we, because I recently had to, to say the words out of my mouth, no, I have just made it clear of what I will tolerate versus uh-huh. what mm-hmm. and that and I and I can see like you know but sometimes that what we have made the decision to tolerate and, and how we're gonna change the concept of what my role is gonna be in your life, it can be offensive to yes. some 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 because of cultural or old expectations. Old, yeah. Old, expectations yeah. and now when I culture like the culture that we might have come from mm-hmm. I'll say old um expectations um and influences and yeah like <laughs> and it's like no this thing but but then I had to sit and in this I'm talking about myself I did have to sit and be like okay but this is a reality like this is the, the this person's perception or how this person experienced my actions or movements, this is what, this this is the emotional feeling it, it caused in, in, in Right. So it's like, can I, you know, kind of sit and, and have an attitude and be like, well, this is what, this, no, this is what it is. Okay, that's how you felt. I don't, I'm, I'm very sorry about that. I don't know what to tell you, but this is how it is. But it doesn't mean that we have to have a horrible relationship. It just has changed. It's shifted. And that's okay because we're, we are also both on different paths and different things. We both are here and we got a different question to answer. Right. Right. I, I just thought this was really funny. <laughs> when we had rotary phones and you hung up, I'm done. I am so <laughs> done. She's so funny. She's like, no explanation. No explanation. Yeah, there was, there was, I saw this post the other day. It was talking about 80s baby or Gen X. I think it was Gen X. And it was the one that showed the merry-go, remember the merry-go round? Uh-huh. I was like, those were the best because you would run them really fast and like swing off of them. And, you know, at however many miles per hour. But one of them just showed like a pole and a street light and it was just like, we yes, who remember? Right, we, we were out. You know, it's funny. I think my children. I don't know, maybe because I'm, I carry some of those old school things. So my my youth actually know that as well. Like I, I kind of laugh. I was like, well, I guess they'll just be like, yeah, we're we're marked by the the seventies baby that is our mother because. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, y'all can go. Just make sure, you know, before before the light comes I, on, you're back in that. <laughs> and so it's like, so we're, unless, until that comes on, we're out. You will not be able to reach me unless you are there with me on the right. outside. Yeah. I am unavailable. Yeah. And, and that's just what it is. Like, right. So back, like, to rotary phones. It's like, you know, or you, you miss 
that other number is like, ah, oh, I'll come back later and try it again. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't, we can't, we can't do it right now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you was pretty quick. I do remember the rotary phone. But for that matter, at this point, I remember landlines. <laughs> I think we're at that point. I know. But I, you know what? And I'm wondering if she's referring to, like, some things don't need to be explained, right? It's like, it's just, I don't need to tell you where my boundaries are. You'll know that you cross the line when you hit a click. That's what I think. I have a feeling. That's what. Exactly. Hello? It's like, oh, I guess I shouldn't say that again, right? <laughs> right. Or, and, and you know, and, and depending on the relationship dynamic, it can go where, okay, I understand, or yeah. go to the left. And you, if it goes to the left, it can be a click for a very long time until you can get your behavior right. Right. <laughs> Right. And and respect the boundaries that are being established. Yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. the other thing about boundaries, you don't always have to know. And and this is not me saying like because there are some things, especially when it comes to mental health, you do want to make sure you're having those checkups on people. Right? Like so so there's a difference, there's a discernment that has to happen of whether it's, you know, um a, you know, lifestyle shift and somebody is doing something like for their own you know well-being so their role in your life is shifting and your role in their life and and whatever this relationship dynamic is is shifting um but there has to be a discernment if it is an issue of mental health and and we can have about what that discernment is you know um but that's not too much to come to (laughs) soon come soon come yes right right um Yes, it is. No explanation. It's grown. grown yeah, grown. that's what she said. Yep. It's just, you get the click. You get the click. Grown woman thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, thank you so much for joining us. We will come back um, at a, in two strong, right? Yes. In two yeah. strong. So, that will be Tuesday, the 17th of October. It'll be the mid month. Um, and we'll be back with a whole nother topic. Um, we're going to keep it open to next strong. We want to see like if we're going to have a guest on the show. So we'll keep it a little bit open. Definitely join us. Um, I One thing I did want to say, I forgot. Maybe we'll do this next time. October, because this is a public health podcast. October is Breast Cancer Awareness mm-hmm. Month. And we normally do do a breast cancer show, but we're probably not going to do one this this uh, season, but I do want to acknowledge that it is breast cancer awareness. And so um, people are really pushing like mammograms and, you know, making sure that we're getting our screening for breast health. So for those of you women who are, um, and it's not just like, oh, if you're 40 and over, if you are 40 and over, if you have a history of breast mm-hmm. cancer, um, shoot, at this point, because they're seeing more and more young women who don't necessarily have history, right. you know, want to get your screening. Or um, you can even talk to your doctor. Like, make sure you're doing, you know, your uh, own self. I'm literally doing an exam. You know, you want to do that. Um, And it doesn't necessarily, even when you go to your your gynecologist, like, I don't know. I know I get one. Like, you know, even in addition to whatever I do at home, whenever Mm -hmm. I go to to the OBGYN, she also does a checkup. So you want to make sure that you're doing that because sometimes it's good. And I'm not saying, like, it's good to have other people, you know, kind of 
jiggle your booty, but you want to make sure that you're getting like those checkups because um, if you feel something, you want to make sure you know what it is. So like um, definitely look into mammograms and most tell me um, they off, they're offering because it is October. So they're offering like free um, mm. and don't let people, while it may be like um, um, uncomfortable for some, because you have to remember like we have different dense breast density, our tissue density is different. Our sizes are different. So, you know, what, one person's level of discomfort may not be yours. So the other thing I do want to like kind of, um, and I'm saying this because I went and got my mammogram yesterday. I want to make sure like people are, you know, not letting, you know, stories, you know, anecdotal stories like deter them from getting their checkups. You know, we want to make sure that our breasts are healthy. So for you women and, and men too, because breast cancer, men can get breast yes. cancer. Yes. So you know, we all want to be making sure that our breasts are, are healthy. Yes. And I would just say doing those self tests, right? Doing that, the, the self exams, I should say, it also helps you to, to know the landscape of your body, right? Yeah. To know, because a lot of times it, 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 it very well may not be right. cancerous tissue, but you may just have little polyps or you may just yeah. have little nodules or have little grains or tissue um, in those ducts. And you should know that so that nobody freaks you out you know if right. you go to a new practitioner and they say oh i want to biopsy this well no you know that i'm actually i've had i've i noticed that and it's been there for a long time and you know it right. doesn't grow and it you know and you kind of need to know those things and and yeah. recognize that so yeah i'm glad you mentioned that yeah and sometimes looking for symmetry is good so it's like you might feel something this side if it's the same on the other side you're probably okay but again you it's still good to and get you still it. do the mammogram yeah it's still mm -hmm. doing so yeah so make sure um ladies you are getting your mammograms um this month well, well all all year round you know but you you can definitely look at goodies i got like a nice little pink little pink pin yesterday <laughs> so get your and, and, and um did you not get a water bottle? No, I didn't get a magnet. The first time I got a rope. <laughs> but some interesting things happen because she told me to hold my breath. And I'm like, I don't remember the lady telling me to hold my breath. Yeah, I recall being told to hold my breath as well. Like, man, I don't, well but more well, recently, yeah, yeah last I, year. I hold your breath. I was like, hold my breath? I don't remember being told this the first time. And now I'm thinking, like, this one was very quick. Uh, it was just a mammal when my very first one it was a mammal coupled with an ultrasound because I have very dense tissue. And they were like, we just want to make sure and double check. Yeah, and now I'm like, mm -hmm. was that idea to hold my breath? I mean, I'm not a radiologist. I don't know. But my point is, it's fine. You, you'll you get through it. You'll be okay. There is a level of discomfort. But that level of discomfort and, and you know, in comparison, the exchange of discomfort and in knowing that you're okay. Right. It's, it's worth, worth it. it. Yeah. All right. Thank it's always you. good. Yes. So for those of you, we're gonna head over to Master Manulet. That is the yes. channel on YouTube. He's doing live art right now. And for those of you who are catching after, you can go to YouTube and um put in Master Manulek M A S T E R. Manulek is M E N Y E L E K. And you can look at all of his um past tutorials on um drawing. Um, I am still the stick figure queen, but I'm still going to go over and take the lesson. <laughs> I mean, he's doing like digital 
really cool things, right? I just try to watch and do something creative while he's while he's doing Pretty his fun. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes he he does do something where he he starts out with a stick figure and kind of guides you. Yes, him. those are really and nice. Like, oh look, there's an actual body there. But I go right <laughs> back to stick figuring. So, but some of you may be more artistic. Yeah, you join fun. in. Mm-hmm. So make sure you go visit that. So we will see you in two strongs, everyone. Thank you for joining. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for joining us here at True Health Live. Remember to like, save, share, and subscribe. Leave a comment and send an email if there's a topic if you want to discuss. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at True Health Live. You can also listen on DeidreSully.com. If there's a topic you'd like to discuss or hear, you can send an email to truehealthlive at gmail.com. See you next time.